What is going on, people of the world? Excited to be back with another collaboration of Mental Warfare and the Release Valve. Valve, excuse me. I am your co-host, Kyle Spain. And again, I'm with my right hand, John Hallen. John Hallen, <laughs> I can't talk to that. But how are we doing today? And who do we have the uh, privilege of having on the show today, my man? Uh, we're doing good, bro. Um, yeah, we have. we are privileged to have another special guest here tonight. Um, you know, we're always talking about the, the many stresses and issues that we have going on in our life. And, um, we somewhat dive into a little bit of some of the, uh, the different outlets that we can have to release some of that stress. Uh, so tonight we are joined by someone to help, um, give us some more perspective on some things that we can do to, uh, to release some stress and, and, uh, yeah. So without further ado, we have a good friend, Trisha. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Absolutely, we thank you for taking the time out of your day and joining us uh, on this lovely night, on this lovely Sunday evening. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, why don't you uh, uh, go ahead, Sean? Were you going to say something? No, you were about to say it, my friend. Go uh, ahead. Uh, why don't you, uh, you know, give us a a, a, a brief uh, update on? Uh, know your background, um, how you became a, a yoga instructor, what led you to become a yoga instructor, and uh, just kind of like run us through, run us through just a, a little bit of background. Yeah, sure. So um, I've been a student of yoga for almost uh, 20 years. Uh-huh. I started practicing a little bit in high school off and on, but then um, I got really serious about it in college because I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, depression, and I knew that yoga was really great for helping with that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So they were offering classes on campus um, at UMass Amherst, and um, it was just an opportunity I couldn't pass up. And so I started, I dove in twice a week, noticed some changes like almost immediately and then after practicing for another uh i can't do math it's too late in the evening (laughs) but in uh in 2016 i um i did my 200 hour training so that's kind of like your ged of yoga teaching so it's like if you're gonna do the basics if you just want to get started you do a 200 hour training so i did that and I've been teaching ever since. So I've been teaching for about seven and a half years now. Nice. Um, and I've I've taught all kinds of yoga, but I've really started to hone in on my niche, which is um, Yin yoga, meditation, and Qigong. So also, oh, I'm currently forms doing. Of yoga. What's that? Oh there's yeah, forms of yoga. Okay. <laughs> there's so many kinds. Um, there's you know the yoga tradition is is a few thousand years old um and Uh, you know it's rooted in philosophy and mm. that's one of the things that i really love about it is that yeah you can go through the motions you can do the poses and um have it be like a workout per se but Mm -hmm. with the philosophy aspect it gives you the chance to um kind of go into like deeper levels. Yeah, understanding. With, with the practice. Yeah. Yeah, getting, yeah, getting so connecting body like, and connecting, mind. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, back when the poses were first created, 
the idea was that it was preparing the body for meditation. Mm. But now the modern version of yoga is that we just do all the poses, but then we don't actually sit and meditate. <laughs> so you're missing this mm. whole piece of it, especially like in our Western culture, which is so, um, you know, driven type a, like yeah. got to get to the next thing, you know? Yeah, so, um, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's kind of lost that, but, um, just going, going down the rabbit hole now, but, it's, it's definitely interesting. And, you know, modern yoga is kind of based on a blend of two traditional types. There's, um, there's Ashtanga and Iyengar and like Ashtanga is more of like the power yoga type um faster hotter sweaty and then iyengar mm. is like um more to do with your alignment and the way you're positioned and doing it very like rigid so mm. those two came together and now it's created this style that most people are probably familiar with if they're into yoga is called vinyasa. So it's just moving with the breath. It's moving with, um, just that rhythm, you know? So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's where a lot of that one kind came from. And then other types have come off of it. Like there's the power, there's more restorative stuff. Um, and where I fall on the spectrum is definitely more towards restorative so now did you start off doing more restorative type meditation uh, or um, yoga or did you kind of find that along the way and they were like oh this is this is for me type of thing yeah so i think i had a pretty typical path to the restorative practice um you know when i really started practicing i was 22 and you know you're like young and alive and <laughs> You can do all the things. So I was very much like, you know, in classes where they're doing headstands and like, you know, moving fast and like sweating a ton, you know, just like that really strong, powerful practice. And I loved it. You know, it was, it was great. And then as I realized there was too much of that going on around me, I started to get more into the restorative side because um, you know, there's a lot of benefits to slowing down and nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) wants to do that, but, um, it's, that can be very, um, very refreshing to, to practice when you have like all the things going on around you. So, Mm. um, yeah, I, I found teachers that I liked that I was practicing with in Boston, and they were offering more of the slow flow restorative type classes. And so I just kind of fell into that direction, if you mm. will. So, and then I was the studio I was teaching at for a long time, they didn't have anything like that. So I had the opportunity to teach it, you know, and just bring a different different vibe to the studio yeah yeah 
Yeah, especially if it, if it's not a um, a more popular version of yoga that people are looking to pursue, you can kind of bring light to that and say, "Hey, listen, like you just, just uh, told us that you know there are so many yeah. different variations that um, of this that you can do. Try this one out too, because I, I think that that's is so important. Like you said, that uh, so many people aren't willing to take the time to just slow things down a little bit, and, and, and that's and the and that's the problem, right? Yeah, oh, 100%. That's the issue with the, that's the it's issue all just with the world. go, go, go. Even when somebody sets up like time for themselves it, 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 or a workout or something, it's like, all right, let me go do this. Let me go do this. And, you know, it's almost just part of their checklist as opposed to something yeah. to where it's like, let me slow down. Let me do this. And however long this takes for me to get through this and to, to feel good about myself, yeah. that's how long it's going to take. Yeah. Well, I mean, think, think about it. Think about it like this, like, uh, like you're on a train, right? Uh, mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, you know, we have the BART train or whatever train it is, right? Uh, as faster you're going, everything on the outside is going like this. Versus yeah, when you yeah, first yeah, start yeah. taking off, you're able to be able to be aware of a lot more as things at a slower by. pace, mm-hmm. right? And that's what life is. And that's what we're, we're that's the life that we're living. We're, 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 we're so mm-hmm. fast and we're mm-hmm. so distracted by that tunnel vision. We're passing everything by. Exactly. Yeah, you're missing so much. Exactly. All of that Mm -hmm. life that we're missing, right? So, yeah, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, Well, I'm sorry. What did you say it was called again, Trisha? So the particular type that I am, I'm doing my advanced training in, um, is called Yin Yoga, and um, it's uh, it's slower. You hold the poses for like three to five minutes. It's a deep stretch. It feels really uh, great. Um, I'm biased. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I've had several people try it, too. And they also tell me it's one of the hardest practices they've done because how often do you just sit down in something that's kind of uncomfortable for five minutes? Mm, and you yeah. know that you have to stay there. <laughs> Yeah, that's so a mental yeah, mental so workout just as much yeah, as a physical a mental one, exercise, sure. mental Absolutely. mental yep. mental yeah. Yeah. So it's discipline. Yeah, that's and like, you're like, huh? It's serious. Yeah, and you know you're training your not only your body um, in terms of like flexibility or mm-hmm. um, just you know it's a good way to kind of. Um, it's a complimentary practice, you know? So like if you're a runner or if you're a professional athlete or if you're, you know, whatever the thing is, it's a great way to kind of um, counter train, if you will. Mm. Um, and so there's not only is the physical part, but then you're getting into the mind game of like, okay, how much longer? Yeah. <laughs> When's this gonna yeah. end, you know? So, so my question <laughs> to you is that after, what what was your mindset then after you started getting used to it? Well, obviously your body starts getting used to it, but do you take your mind somewhere else? I mean, of course, like uh, thinking about it that much would just make the time go a little bit longer. Like, did you have a different way of thinking when you started off? So, yeah, I mean, I remember one of the first times I took the class, I was like sweating and you're not supposed to sweat because <laughs> it's just a very passive style of practice. And, okay. and they're like, 
well, if you're sweating, then you're probably trying too hard. So I had to learn how to physically surrender, right? Which, yeah. You know, so you were tense. So you were too yeah. tense while performing the exercises. Yes. Yes. And it's so hard to think of like, well, how do you do it passively? You know, if like you think of yoga as something strong or like if you are thinking of like working out and like lifting weights, you know, you're just like doing all this engagement to be active in whatever you're doing. But mm. in yin yoga, you want to relax into yeah, it. Absolutely. So when you're doing that, it's like, you know, you're you're learning to just feel what's happening in your body. Yeah. And mm. that can be hard at first. And then the sensations in your body also start to trigger your mind patterns. Mm. Right. So over time, as you're practicing and you're doing the same, you know, 30 ish poses, whatever, over time, you start to get into this rhythm of, almost predicting how you're going to feel in the particular I was just going to say, you start expecting certain things and you're thinking about, yes. oh, I got to this point last time and it was starting to hurt and you're, you're overanalyzing each step. Yes, but you also don't want to hold on to that. You don't want to mm. practice that attachment because that's a whole other mm. thing of yoga. I mean, we could talk about this for like ever. <laughs> but, you know, non-attachment is part of yogic philosophy part of buddhist philosophy and so that whole idea of letting go not only physically but also mentally emotionally is mm. a so huge undertaking so is that the meditation factor of it right yes being being free with what you're doing being in that moment yes and kind of trying to release your body uh, like like you said to to fall into it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's super important. But even for you mentioned lifting weights, like that breathing, breathing like actives your body. And even when you're lifting weights, you shouldn't be as tense as you think you would should be mm. when you're lifting weights. And so even when you're lifting, it's important to have that that certain relaxation. So you're not overworking, like you're conserving yeah. energy in that, in that. Go with the flow uh, of your breathing. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> allowing yourself to uh, yeah. allowing your allowing yourself to feel how your body's working, like you mentioned. So if I'm doing biceps mm. and I'm just like all tense, I'm probably feeling it everywhere, right? Right. Versus yeah. trying to be relaxed with what I'm doing, exerting mm -hmm. less energy and being focused on the movement. I love that. Yeah, and it's interesting because. Um, all you're doing is just training your mind to follow patterns hmm. because you're going to witness the patterns while you're practicing. And then that lets you start to witness yourself when you're practicing in the real world. Mm. Start noticing okay. tendencies yeah. of yourself. Yes. So yeah. like whatever you're triggered by, whether it's like, your kids screaming at you or like yeah. your partner says something or, you know, whatever the thing is, or if like you watch too much news, <laughs> you know, just all that crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know, it's like all that negative whatever, content yeah, being thrown like, at you. Yeah. And you know, you start to notice your patterns and then tense enough. Oh, so, mm -hmm. so you, you start becoming aware of more self-aware then. Yeah. Which mm. is extremely important for a personal development. 
you know, because now we're able Absolutely. to identify our habits and correct yep. them as needed. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of how, you know, long story short, <laughs> that's kind of how I started practicing was because I knew that if I'm developing this self-awareness and it's supposed to help calm with like the anxiety, the depression, all that, then I knew that, um, you know, I could hopefully relieve some of those symptoms and, mm. and it, it did, you know, and just having that, that constant thing there to rely on, whether it was in different form, like different style of yoga, whatever, like it's always there. Hmm. You know, and I can always tap into it if I need to. Yeah, so, yeah. You're not stuck with that, just that one way of, of right. going about things. You can variate um, when needed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, go ahead, Sean. As, um, as a yoga instructor, do you find that the the mental aspect is what most of your, um, do you call them students? Um, yeah. Is that what the, the biggest issue that they run into or is it the physical aspect of it? Um, you know, it's funny. I used to joke that there was a teacher at one of the studios I taught with and his background was actually, um, an MMA. He was an mm -hmm. MMA fighter and he was also a kickboxing and a yoga teacher and he's great. And, um, I used to joke that I would always have his roadkill in my class. <laughs> <laughs> because they're like, oh, you know, I pushed myself too hard and now I need to do something slow, whatever. So it was like, I always was getting like his discarded students. <laughs> and, uh, but then over time they would learn that if they did this slower practice every once in a while, then they could go back and do mm -hmm. the more power stuff and they would perform better, mm -hmm. perform, if you will. I mean, yoga is not a performance, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, they would notice their practice was better, like, their recovery time or yeah, their absolutely. range of motion overall. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then overall but, feeling better about their performance, feeling better internally because you're performing better. So it's all it's all a part of the cycle mm -hmm. of, of releasing and unlocking your body and bridging that yeah. connection with your mind because mm -hmm. if you're not performing as well as you think you should, that, and now you're having the opposite effect, right? Now you're starting the downward spiral. Exactly. Now you're yeah. now you've lost confidence in yourself. You're in your head. Yep. You're doubting yep. yourself. Exactly. Letting yep. those let right, let those voices in your head, you know, sabotage exactly. what you're trying to be great at. Yeah. No. Okay. okay yeah. So it's you know it's um some people will try it and you know they this particular style they'll think it's not for them because they're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, just that, but just that inability. We're so like this. It's like it's almost yeah. like we all have ADHD, right? It's almost <laughs> like we can't, yeah, exactly. We, it's yeah. like we we have to learn how to be patient and just be disciplined within that patience mm -hmm. and just sit there and be present. And that's, that's yeah, what the and way there's the world so much is. like yeah. There's we live in a world of instant gratification. I mean, you order something online, it's at your doorstep two yeah. days later. Like yeah. you want something, you just go get it. Like humans are the last, or humans are creatures that do not ever want to be uncomfortable. We will do anything we can do to not be mm -hmm. discomforted. Yeah. 
-hmm. So to put, to intentionally do something like a yin yoga practice that you know is going to feel uncomfortable while you're doing it can be really hard for some people. Mm -hmm. So, um, but every once in a while I get a few converts, so it's all good. There we go. And I was going to ask, I mean, that's definitely have to feel good that, you know, that, that somebody like, you know, has learned something from your practice. Yeah. And it's usually after the fact, like we, we say that it's a bittersweet practice because the practice itself is like, you're like sore, you have yeah, those like work. really tender spots. Yeah. And then yeah. afterwards, like you might sleep really well or um, yeah, you just yeah. notice like a little more clarity of mind. So it's definitely more yeah. of like an after, like the afterglow. Kyle and I talked about that in the past too, how just getting some sort of a workout, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a walk or actually lifting weights or yoga or something like that, what that does for your mood and I, I mean, uh, we've said this before, I don't think I've ever met anybody that was in a bad mood after working out, um, whatever it was. It's just so freeing and, and relieving, uh, releasing all of that, that built up stuff that you have inside, um, finding an outlet for it and getting it out every single time. Everybody, everybody feels better from it. So it's like, it, how is this not catching on with more and more people? Like, <laughs> move your body, and, do more with yeah. yourself. It's not just for and your I, body, it's for your mind. It's Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is that I've never really thought of yoga as being like part of the like fitness industry if you will just because mm. of the way i came into it for like the mental health reasons sure. so i i don't view myself as like a fitness instructor like nothing like i really more therapeutic like, than anything. yeah and and it's just more to like share something to help but people I, but i i almost i almost disagree I almost, because yoga, the practice yeah. of yoga is something that I, I'm probably going to start after this conversation, by the way. Great. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it is challenging your body in a way that your body isn't used to. And to yeah. be honest, to be honest, there is no part of fitness that doesn't require recovery. Okay. Yeah, so you that, can yeah, only be as fit as you, you're, you're only as good as your recovery, to be honest, you yeah. know, because... Mm-hmm. You can't train or you can't train your body to a certain level if it hasn't recovered yet. And I know yoga exactly. to be one of the, the best practices you can do for mm-hmm. recovery. So, and yeah. it's not easy to do, right? You said you were in there sweating. Nope. <laughs> like, 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 so you're not supposed I mean, to be in this class, but yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I guess in, in, other, in other forms of yeah. yoga, but it's, not, but it's not an easy oh, yeah. thing to do. So, and yeah. it actually, it actually increases fitness. So it's actually the foundation yeah. of fitness, mm. to be honest. Yeah. You know? so, it is. Uh, and I feel it. like just because of, like, to that point, too, I feel like because it has that philosophical background, I feel like it's kind of in its own space, if you will. But it does help in any sort of realm, whether no, it is I mean, your physical activity. Would, yeah. A- the mental state, all of that. I think it's really, um, like anybody can benefit from it, which is mm. awesome. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's the, it's the foundation uh, of mm-hmm. all movement. Like yeah. eventually I want to do martial arts. I want to do backflips again. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. be able to do kickboxing, like which is martial arts, but I want to yeah. be able to do parkour. 
And I've been an injured athlete for forever. I mean, that was the reason why uh, I retired for as long as you've right? been an athlete. So, yeah. so as long so so you can take that. It's almost like you. It's like a, a physical certification that you have, and you can go and try and do anything and be able to accomplish it to a certain degree right off the bat because you have that foundation. Now, At me, any age, any to, stage in life. Exactly. So if I were to go try and do kickboxing right now, the first thing that they're going to tell me is I need to work on my flexibility, hmm. right? So I can't just go yeah. in there and be okay with doing kickboxing because I can't lift my leg up that high. Versus right. where you is like, well, I want to take on this practice. I have the flexibility to do it. All I have to learn, all I have to do is learn to practice because you already have that foundation. Yeah, it does give you a lot of different avenues uh, Absolutely. Uh, that you can it, take. You yeah. can pretty much do anything that you want to do in the physical realm. Mm. Now, all you have to yeah. do is put your mind to it. And Absolutely. Whereas I have to work to get into that foundation to be able to do those <laughs> things that I want to do. Yeah. So yeah, it's and like, that's how it's like a fast so many track. people come to it too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they skip. And, you know, I see this with um, a lot of the athletes that I've worked with as they realize – sometimes too late that oh i should do more recovery because like yeah. you said you're only as good as your recovery mm. um and just being able to help someone who you know is a professional athlete all the way to someone who's never done yoga before it can mm. be catered to anybody yeah yeah. Which is... yeah, all ages. Uh, my my daughter does it sometimes yeah. with, with my wife the first thing in the morning. Kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Cosmic kids, they're, they're jumping around doing all that stuff. She loves it. I know I've heard of people in like their 70s and 80s getting into it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, after they retire, professional athletes, again, you know, never did yoga or barely did any kind of stretching their entire professional career. They retire and now all of a sudden they're getting into yoga and becoming instructors themselves and getting other athletes to come in because they found that secret, right? That secret yeah. sauce yeah. that, uh, you know, hey, listen, I just found this out. It's doing wonders for me. It's doing such a wonderful job for me in my life that I have to get you guys involved in it. So yeah. it, it's there's something going on there, and it, why yeah. it's taken me this long to really get into it myself yeah. uh, is beyond me. Because, I, have, I mean, I have no Trisha, you're after tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no oh man, Kyle and I are probably some of the uh, the stiffest people in the world, uh, yeah. coming from people that are have always been athletic. Kyle being a professional athlete at one point, and, it, and, and it's you know horrible. What's crazy is, is I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but uh, I'm 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 slightly injured right now, and I still have so much athleticism. Uh, and despite Can you my imagine? tightness, <laughs> yeah. exactly, I was like, Kyle, get it together. <laughs> like, come on! Like, 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 Snap out of it! Right? Yeah. Exactly, maximize your potential, right? Yeah. Uh, but but a lot of us get stuck in that get stuck in that 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 rut that that mental that mental rut, and I'm sure that yoga helps free that up as well. But it's like we get we get so overwhelmed and distracted with life; it almost makes us so unproductive that we're just standing and sitting in one place. And, you know, that's what happens to a lot of us. And, you know, we, we lack energy to, to fort put and do those type of activities that are going to be better for us in the future. That's going to allow us to maximize our Well, the, it's key, especially for athletes, man, if they can get into this type of stuff early. 
Because yeah. I know one of my biggest issues was that I took advantage of my my youth in a negative way. Yeah. And because I was always in shape and ready to go, I never did any stretching. I never did any kind of pre-workouts to get my body right. going. It was uh, get my shoes tied, you know, and, and jump on the court and, and just start playing. Yeah. And same thing, you know, I, I wasn't a professional athlete, uh, especially at uh, Kyle's level of things. But, you know, I was getting hurt all the time over little things. And, and that ultimately what led to me to stop pursuing athletics because it was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting too old. You know, I'm getting tired <laughs> yeah. of these injuries. I'm not a professional, so I'm just getting hurt for no reason. And um, yeah. yeah, if I would have got into it earlier and, and had that mindset of I need to take care of my body now so that way and get into these habits and these practices now so that way when I'm older, I, I don't have to work as hard and it's just second nature and my body's just ready to go. Yeah, yeah. There's um, There were a couple groups of kids that I worked with um, over the summer before the pandemic. Um, they were college, um, college level football, college hockey. So, mm. you know, those kids. And I would tell them all the time, I was like, you got to stretch. You got to do this. Yeah. You do this all the time. You know, they look at me like, yeah. okay, lady. Yeah, exactly. But that's what everyone does, right? I know. I was that same kid. I was that yeah. same person. Like, oh my gosh, I am not trying to do this. And, and look at me now. Right? And you pay right, for it. Yeah. You pay for it in the end. And I was literally just writing before we uh, writing in my journal before we got on. And it's like uh, what we talked about a couple of uh, a couple of days ago, uh, John. Uh, decisions that you make today uh, dictate your future, literally. So exactly. if I, if so, for example, like tonight, if I decide not to stretch, that that immediately impacts my future. You yeah. know, however, that, that Kyle I, from ten years from now is like, yo, what the exactly. hell, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 exactly, right? So that's one yeah. of those yeah. things. It's like we neglect ourselves. You know, uh, we, we we neglect our own health, and and uh, we're so capable of so much more. And well, know, it's that unconscious incompetence. Things. Remember, yeah. like Barry said, yeah. that unconscious incompetence, you don't know what you don't know. But once you're mm -hmm. able to learn these things or somebody is telling you and put you on to this game, if you choose to ignore it from that point yeah, on, that's on, like, right. it's on you. Yeah. yeah. There's no saving yeah. you. There's no going back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. You're just SOL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people are going to pay for that later on, you know, because that's, yeah. I mean, that's the inevitability of life. Yeah. Uh, and I right. see it all the time. We're all gonna we're, die. Yeah, <laughs> we're all gonna, but we're all gonna get old too, right? And so, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, obviously that's the precursor of dying. But I see a lot of people being a trainer at the Y. You know, the Y is, is kids and older, and older individuals, and mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of them in there aren't happy because their mobility is limited, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of them have fused up and they can't move properly and they're just unhappy because oh, yeah. they're in pain and mm -hmm. they've got arthritis mm -hmm. in their knees and it's eye-opening for me because it's like okay come out after this like i said after the yeah. conversation it's like I'm, i gotta do yoga because yeah. like it's like man it's, it's eye-opening and like on the flip side too you see a lot of good looking people that are 70 in their 70s and even also 80s oh, yeah. and so that's mm -hmm. encouraging too incredible but, yeah, yeah but the mental warfare of like because we're all going to get to that age right so we're either going to be feeling good about our body or we're going to be regretting we didn't do something well, prior about it. Right? 
right? Exactly. And I feel like we're at the age now, you know, we're, uh, I think the three of us are all the same age. We're, yeah. we're at that age now that we're starting to see those changes in our bodies that mm-hmm. because we didn't take care of ourselves or if because we did take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. we're starting to see, you know, you, you start to see other people around that same age and you're like, man, you're 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 not moving too well like yeah well, what's going on here and then like you said you see people in like their 70s even 80s and okay. not just women i i see men doing this yeah. type of stuff too getting into yoga and stuff like yeah. that and if they didn't have you know big white beards and white hair and stuff like that you would think that they were in like their 40s or 50s because they're in such good shape they look so good yeah and um so yeah again it, it's one of those things like you you don't really pay attention to what it is that people are doing to get themselves to that point. But if you Mm -hmm. do get, you know, if you do recognize it, or if you do, if somebody does tell you about it and you see what's going on there. And like we were just saying, if you choose to ignore it at that point on, it's like, what are you doing with your life? Right. Because we're, like you said, we're all getting older where our bodies are all shutting down and you know, yeah, we got to respond. How are we going to do it? Yeah. And I think the other thing too, is that, it's, it's nice to talk to you guys about this because so many men, I think, are intimidated by yoga or yeah. they brush it off because they think it's, like, for girls. Yeah, but that's the movie. We literally talked about that, you know. It's, yeah. it's the, the stigma in the way society is presented itself mm-hmm. and the programming that all of us men have. Um, men I'm, I'm grateful. Right, I'm grateful yeah, we, we don't stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's like, like I mean, it's about getting in, in touch, you know, with you know with with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. and, and then yeah. yeah, and I see people will say like, oh, you know, I brought my boyfriend or my husband to so and so's class, and he like nearly died, and now he gets it. He understands that it's like yeah. he respects me. It's like yeah, okay. yeah. So, you know, because if you're doing like a power yoga class, you're in a room that's heated to like usually ninety five, a hundred degrees. Yeah, that There's usually yoga humidity is no pumping, joke. so it's like you're practicing in like a jungle, basically. It's just mm. hot, humid, and then you're using all your body weight to move quickly. For an hour, at least, yeah. you know. So it's—I yeah, like, mean, you take a, a couple breaks, but you're not like you're still go- just going. Yep. You're just going. So, you know, and there's arguments about whether or not yoga is good for like cardio things like that. I mean, you're not going to burn a ton of calories, but like you're still going to move and you're still going to feel great. And I think that's what matters the most. It, no, just... absolutely. Because I think that's one of the biggest things that people get hung up on is, you know, they think about, all right, I need to get into shape. What does that look like? All right, I need to lift weights. I need to run. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they think of the extreme that they have to do. And then it's a, I can't do all that, you know, or I'm, my body's not there, so I'm not able to pursue it. People don't realize like you can, there's so many different things that you can do to get into shape. Mm-hmm you just got to move your body and there are different parts of your body that you can move. And now we know there are different, even forms of yoga that you can do to suit what, what's best for you. And I think it's so, I love that you you're coming on here and talking about these type of things because again, it's very eye opening. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be able to, um, start picking a, up on this type of stuff. Like maybe a, this is something that I can get into. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is, like I said, uh, there's, 
there's no part of fitness where stretching isn't involved. So I can promise you that a yoga instructor is going to be able to move better than someone who's just working out. Do you know what I mean? Like you can take, you can argue that. Yeah. Well, see, this is why I want to get into calisthenics (laughs) as well, because Mm -hmm. I always tell people when I'm training them, like Mm -hmm. body, body weight is the foundation of strength. The weights mm-hmm. is just an extra armor added onto it. Mm-hmm. But you see people who do calisthenics and stuff like that. It's just pure yeah. body strength. Huh. Do you know oh, yeah. there? I mean, yoga, it, it loosens up your, your, your limbs, your, your tendons, mm-hmm. your, you know what I'm saying? All the ligaments, you know, that yep. just prevents injury. It, it mm-hmm. increases durability. And so yep. a lot of, like I said, a lot of the people that come in, the, the seniors that come into the Y, they're, they're limited mobilized, right? They're not able to move. Mm-hmm. You can't bend over. I ask a lot of them, it's like, can you get onto the ground? And a lot of it will be, yeah. no. Like, can you get up from the yeah. ground? And it's like, ah, it's difficult. And so for that, it's like, mm-hmm. right? Because you're tight, your back is tight, your hips are tight. You know, mm-hmm. now you've got arthritis mm-hmm. and then it's like, it's no fun, right? And it's no fun. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. And it's um, with the the intention of the yin, yin practice specifically is to strengthen the connective tissues. Mm-hmm. So you're eventually you're working out um, like different adhesions in the fascia. You're also, you know, mm-hmm. putting that mm-hmm. mild stress on the joints because you know, our deterioration starts at the joints. Yeah. And so this, I mean, it's obviously impossible to completely isolate connective tissues as opposed to like not firing up muscle or anything like that. (laughs) But, you know, the primary focus is the joints and the connective tissues. So when, when you're working that, um, you know, you can, you can feel it. It's, um, that creep, you know, when everything kind of comes back in and then you can go off and do your calisthenics <laughs> yeah. and yeah. all the other things, which I don't ever want to, I did calisthenics when we were, when I was in college, when I was on the rowing team and like, never again, <laughs> <laughs> never again, <laughs> I'm retired from that. <laughs> Rowing, yeah, no, that's but, no joke, too, though. Yeah, but that's yeah. awesome. And it's just uh, more athletes need that because it's like you said, you it's, you have to warm up. Like being a basketball player mm-hmm. or in any athlete, the first thing you do is warm up, right? To loosen yep. up those muscles, loosen up the tendons, the ligaments. So you're able to mm-hmm. be uh, – so you can recruit more muscles. So you can be uh, higher performance. And so there's, That was something mm-hmm. that I wasn't aware of younger. Being that flexibility actually helps muscle growth. Yeah, and, yeah. and you it's see a lot of people where they're all huge and stiff, and they can't even move their arms. And, you yeah. know, it's all that yeah, type of like, stuff. Yeah, what's but, the point of that? Yeah, but if you see yeah. people that are actually um, loose and and are, are flexible, you can tell the difference in their muscles. That you know, their bicep is from here to here. It's not like this one big large yeah. lump right in the yeah. middle there type exactly. of thing. It's a full muscle, and you see that throughout their body. I think that type of body looks so much better, male or female. Looks so much better than the ones that are just looking to bulk and don't actually, you know, stretch or do yoga and that type of stuff to uh, to get that full range of motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 
So, you know, a lot of times too, I see people will say that they won't come to begin a yoga practice because they're not flexible. That's always like the main reason that people will give. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not just... coming to yoga because I'm flexible. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, you well, can raise my hand too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why yeah, I haven't done it now. I know it's yeah. hard. I, I know it's going to yeah. be uncomfortable. You know, so that's definitely like, you know, that's that that's that challenge. But, you know, yeah. that's that part of our mind that, you, like you said, it's just like we're yeah. trained to, yeah, to, we're trained to, to be as most comfortable as we can. And mm. so yeah. it's like, okay, and let's not do that because that's a little uncomfortable for me. Got to be, gotta be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, yes. Exactly. I talk about that all the time when I'm teaching. It's like just getting comfortable with the discomfort and like, mm-hmm. because we're going to, encounter those things every day it's like whether you're going to the grocery store and like you know someone snaps at you or whatever it is it's like the discomfort's not coming from here it's coming from over here so Mm -hmm. it's that external that you're allowing in we've talked about that before kyle like know how to how to manage respond and not react yeah Mm -hmm. emotional manager that eat that eat you EQ, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, that emotional regulation. So much of that, yep. right? Being able to, yeah. being able to absorb and deflect that type of energy because you know how to do it. Because I mean, practice like it's not, uh, it's not easy. Uh, I just came into mm-hmm. a, a new awareness myself uh, of just literally trying to, like, you know how people say, uh, you know, take it day by day. You know, try and get better mm-hmm. every day. And it was it was simply just a concept until one I really felt it like in my heart. You know, I stopped thinking about obviously I still have my goals and my dreams of two months or two months, two years down the line, but now I'm active I'm actively able to be present in the moment mm-hmm. and be happy because I'm I'm actively trying to get better and it starts with my habits. I'm actively actively yeah. trying to change my habits. Mm-hmm. which brings me which brings me joy you know yes. so it's like oh man like i did this when i didn't want to i did this when i didn't want to i i changed this that's going to be beneficial to my growth and i and i'm happy with that and so mm-hmm. like that's something i'm going to start doing with being uncomfortable because it's something that you have to have repetition with in order it's mm-hmm. experience that's what i talked about john right it's mm-hmm. it, you have your body has to experience enough times for it to like mm-hmm. to be familiar with the process so you just have to keep pushing mm-hmm. through being uncomfortable and then sooner or later being uncomfortable is going to be the norm it's going to be the comfortable mm-hmm. right because you're yeah. just the you're new just comfortable used to, yeah. it's going to be the new comfortable your body gets mm-hmm. used to what it gets used to whatever you're doing mm-hmm. it's going to get used to whatever you're doing Mm-hmm. And so eventually you'll, your body will start to learn it better than the mind does. And that's essentially what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying, I call yeah. it, rep, I rep the subconscious because our body is the subconscious, right? Yep. And so oh, yeah. Con- yeah. So if we can constantly train it, right. You know, like, so I'll, <laughs> what's funny is and I'm rambling a little bit because um, no, keep going. <laughs> uh, I was literally, I had this like, like epiphany. It was just like a light bulb. And I'm like, oh my goodness, the, the body is the subconscious. I was watching like Impact Theory. I'm glad right? you went back to that because right when you said that, I was like, damn, that that was a really good point. The body yeah. is the subconscious. The, the body is the subconscious though. Like you literally have to like treat your body like it's your kid or if it's your dog, 
right? Mm -hmm. You have to tell it what to do. Sit there and you need to sit there, right? You need to tell train it what to it. do. You need to train it mm -hmm. so it knows it, right? And so yeah. that's like, that's, 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 but that's, but that's a problem with a lot of us in our lives right now. We let the subconscious take over. We let our body take over our mind. And that's mm -hmm. why we're not maximizing our potential because we haven't mm -hmm. trained our body to be uncomfortable. Our body doesn't want yeah. to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? Nope. And so, exactly. so that's the voice that we listen to in our head, right? Because we all have that voice. It's our body talking to us, telling us not to do it because it's going to be uncomfortable, knowing that the mind wants to do it. Mm. So it's about bridging yeah. that gap. I love it. Right. Yeah, I and like that's that. the thing of, uh, of um, I think, why meditation feels so inaccessible to people, too, because, like you said, they can't, nobody wants to sit there for, for any amount of time. Yeah. Be alone and, with their thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds horrifying. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, what is going it, on in here? You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Right. Ten years ago, but, you couldn't have paid me to sit down and just think by myself, let alone actually meditate and try to concentrate on yeah. something that's going to benefit me. I would have yeah. lost my mind. Talk about ADHD and that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would have been banging my head against a wall if somebody said, Sean, you need to sit there and just concentrate on yourself, on your inner self. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. So, like, no, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's yeah, so and important. And it's... um. I always emphasize in my classes, too, that we're not necessarily trying to change anything. We're just learning how to be curious and be compassionate towards ourselves and mm. the entirety of the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be rather here. Rather than just like, yeah, rather than, you know, trying to recreate a perfect scenario for practice which a lot of people try to do that too it's like oh that was that one day where i was wearing these yoga pants and it was with yeah. this teacher at this time yeah. and she was burning yeah. this incense and like she played this music you know over yeah. and over and over again yeah. whatever that grasping is what's going to kill you yeah. and because there's never my, my teacher says that every imperfect moment which is all moments is perfect for practice because I like that it's all going to change. It's not like, you know, nothing is permanent. Everything's mm -hmm. changing constantly. Yeah, and so absolutely. it's up to you to be like the eye of the storm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's, perfect, that's huge. Though. That is huge because uh, it's like you said, the, you know, the purpose of the practice or not the purpose, but the, the outcome allows you to be more self-aware of tendencies mm -hmm. right and you know somebody else might yeah. be able to see some tendencies that you're not even aware of and it's at that moment once you become aware of your tendency now now you have a decision because now because a lot of people don't know their tendency they don't know what the, what oh, yeah. exterior stimulus like the environment the stimulus that we're bringing in the triggers mm -hmm. are are affecting us and making us react in a certain way that we're not aware of so mm -hmm. once we can become aware of that incoming stimulus we're able to navigate through it now right we're exactly. able to absorb the impact or just like okay well this is what's this is this is the reason why i got upset you know we're able to identify the yeah. problem now because yeah. it's like before this is just getting me upset and our day is thrown off 
And it's just like we can't recover from it because we don't know why it's making us upset. You well, you're not taking that time to think about what was that root source of what got you upset. And so you're just mm-hmm. moving forward and allowing all these things to compile on top of you without taking right. that second. And, you know, like we were saying before, right, Tricia, about just taking that second to slow things down, mm-hmm. find that self-awareness of what mm-hmm. you have going on. And then, you know, a lot of times once you ab- you're able to recognize that, it's almost like a, oh, okay, that's what that was about. All right, yeah. now let me go <laughs> yeah, forward yeah. from here. Let me put it back. Yeah. But I wanted to add. I wanted and you to ask open up a deep seated issue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <the> childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, Trisha. Duh, like, yeah. I, I imagine that you're able to handle, you know, outside, um, you know, in, environmental triggers a lot better than the average person with your practice. But uh, do you? What do you? Do you? Is yoga is is yoga your source and your method of release? Like, what do you do when something has mm-hmm. triggered you and you're in that moment? Like, do you use yoga for, it or do you use any uh, any other practices to try and release that energy? You know, in a healthy way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just honestly, the idea of just being curious about something is kind of what helps me stay in the moment. You know, like in practice, we're getting curious about the pose, what's happening in our body and in our mind. And then like, if something happens in my day to day, I try as best as I can. I'm still human. Of course. (laughs) Just to take a breath, right? You know, just take a deep breath and maybe just ask a question that Mm. gets more information about what's going on. Yes. See, but a lot of people don't do that. And I love that. A lot of yeah. people like, what's, what, what, what am I upset about? Why am I upset about it? And what's how, going on right mm-hmm. now? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And how can I resolve the issue? And that's the yeah. first step. That's the first step yeah. of, of trying to like immediately reverse those emotions. Because once we get in those emotions, it's hard to recover from. Oh, yeah, times. you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just spiral away. <laughs> this day is done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all over. <laughs> I'll try again yeah, tomorrow. I think it's um, especially like, you know, I'm home with the kids. I teach my classes. My husband works two jobs to, you know, make everything work. And a lot of the times we're both like very stressed and I mean, you guys know, and, um, and it's really easy to just take something personally. And, but what, you know, we're trying to do is just like, can we ask just one more question about what you said before we like jump down each other's throats about it. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's, yeah. that's, that's awareness. That's, we yeah, talked about and, that. I think it was even last night, maybe Kyle was, um, you know, not having, not being aware that, you know, other people have things going on too. And we're so caught up in what we have going on that anytime anything comes up with somebody else we take it as a deliberate attack towards mm-hmm. us yeah not realizing that they're, they're just that's just how they're responding because they're so caught up in what they have going on yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. again if we're all able to if more Emotional of us are able awareness. to take that <clears throat> exactly Emotional get awareness. more 
uh, emotional awareness, be more self-aware of that, again, that we have things going on, that other people have things going on and practicing that empathy like you were talking about before, Tricia, that we're we're all going to start getting a better understanding of each other and being able to help each other through those times. Exactly. Because like like you said, Tricia, uh, it's never ending. We're always evolving every day, and mm-hmm. and, and, and we're always changing. We're all, we're affected by different events and, and incidents and whatever mm-hmm. happens in our life that changes our thoughts, feelings, and perspective on things. That is important to have that emotional awareness so we can communicate and express those feelings, so we can have yeah. a better understanding with our partner, right? And so, yeah, um, and that's the thing. It's like just expanding your heart and having that compassion. Yeah. Easier yeah. said than done, right? Absolutely. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a practice. Oh, yeah. It's well, a that, practice. That's why we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Lifetime. Lifetime yeah. practice. Yeah. Does uh, do you, uh, does your husband do uh, yoga, Trisha? Oh. <laughs> no, he's... Uh-oh. I love, I love him. Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> he's... Yeah. You know, before kids, he would come to class every once in a while. I'd have to, like, beg him. But, you know... He, he, um, I give him advice every once in a while of like, mm. you know, oh, if your back hurts, try this. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, see, okay. But, you know, but it's like very gentle nudges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Baby steps. Uh, and then uh, I told you so. Yeah, <laughs> right, man. But, but what you're doing, Trisha, is amazing. Uh, you know, you're, you're serving people. You're, you're trying to you're trying to aid people and bring them to that to that self-awareness and yoga through your practice of doing yoga because it's so important mm-hmm. for all of us in the world in the world to be aware of ourselves and so we can grow and so we can change the world and let it, let it be a better place because if we're all yeah. on this journey on this quest of personal development and trying to better ourselves on the daily the world is going to be a better place because we're going to be happier internally in general mm-hmm. you know because hurt yeah. people hurt people and a lot of us don't understand why we're hurting and being able yeah. to get in touch with our programming or tendencies will allow us mm-hmm. to to grow, you know, because it's like, OK, well, this is what's hurting me. This is what I was doing. And it kind of was hurting me. If I could change that. Now you're able to have that self-awareness so you can change those things that are that are hindering you from being your best selves, because we're all capable of um, just the the. The sky's the limit, so right? And, yeah. and it's such a cliche word, but I believe in it wholeheartedly. And we're so we're capable of so many things. And we just have to, like I like we talked about, train our body and make our body mm-hmm. believe and get used to the fact that we can accomplish great things. Mm-hmm. Training yeah, the and body and the mind. Yeah, it's, that, it's bridging I, that connection. Yeah, and I... Um not to get too like off topic, but I, I always kind of get in my head of like, you know, how I can, you know, be a good activist, be a good example to my kids, whatever. And I don't know who said it. I've seen it many places, but, um, you know, being a good activist starts at home and just Mm. being an example for my kids, for close family, friends, and, you know, whoever just, but just knowing very 
very real sense that we're raising the next generation. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> and they're watching us. And, and, I'm not ready. Yeah, exactly. No, and we've talked about that before. That's a good point because they they are watching us. And if yeah. we aren't, uh, if we're not being our best selves, and we've talked about this before, right, mm-hmm. Kyle? If we're not able to be our best selves, then we're not able to give them everything that they need in order to grow and with that they're also picking up those bad tendencies that we're showing them they are that you know this is how you handle things this is how you go about it and and they don't know the difference of well maybe mommy and daddy isn't handling things the best way they're just seeing how you're handling it picking it up and adopting that new behavior going forward yeah and what's what's crazy is is that like when you're when you're trying to when you're trying to discipline your kid and you're talking to your kid in a way that's uh, stressful, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the time, like they don't respond the best way to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I want you to do this, this, and that, and there's a reason why. And my tone might be a little bit elevated, but it's like sometimes that sometimes there's no response. Sometimes there's no reaction to what you're saying, but they're absolutely internalizing it because it was earlier today like my daughter and my son were, were playing they're playing with this new uh dollhouse that my daughter got with and you know they're doing their imaginary talking and they're like you know no don't don't do this and it was like there was like a page out of my book and i was like okay so you were <laughs> listening i was like i gotta <laughs> so you did hear that <laughs> so it's like yeah. Okay, so well, you did learn that. You just don't want to apply it for yourself. You just want to yeah, apply, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to exactly. apply it to something yeah. else. And so yeah. it was very apparent to me. It was like, okay, well, like I definitely have to be more careful, you know, because mm-hmm. I may not, I'm not, it may not seem like they they didn't retain it, but they sure did. They, they learned. Yeah. Or they they 100%. learned it for yeah. sure. My son is three and a half, and I had that very first moment with him like a few weeks ago and I didn't know whether to cry or to be so proud but I was was flustered about something and uh he goes mommy take a deep breath and I was like like, you're right you're right thank you Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, at least he has a coping mechanism. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know? And at such a young age, them, too. Exactly. Teaching them how to release already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so awesome. I hope so. We need we need more men like that, like you guys. Yeah. So, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely appreciate yeah. that. You know, uh, but like you said, we're, we're, uh, we're coaching the next generation, and the cycle has to no end pressure. here. Right. We have to, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No pressure. Uh, and we talked about this yesterday, Sean, like we're in a generation now to where we have an opportunity to break the cycle. Uh, and like the world is just getting crazier. And so it's more adamant now than than it ever was before that we, you know, got to coach our kids and trying to prepare them for the, for the, for the world. And yeah. uh, there's no better way than teaching them how to cope, you know, yeah. how to how to release. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Huge cuz life is going to come at you no matter what. Every day. And, and yep. one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is uh, if you can't control the situation around you, control how you respond to it and that's where your power yep. is. So if yeah. you can have a, a a great coping mechanism to no matter what is coming at you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're untouchable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's it. You know, that's, and that's doing the best we can, you know? Yeah. I mean, but that's it though. But that, I mean, that's the skills that we all need to learn is to be yeah. able to, to receive income stimulus, being able to manage, we talked about emotional regulation, mm -hmm. being able to manage it. And then when we get stirred up, knowing how to release it, because now we're aware, yeah. you know, we're sticking with, because a lot of us don't have that method. A lot of us don't know how to handle our emotions. A lot of us are aware of what's coming at us, you know, and that for that, we don't know how to deal with it. We explode, we internalize. And, you know, now we're feeling depressed and we're not our best selves, low confidence, I mean, low confidence, low self-esteem, and that cycle continues. Yeah. That cycle mm -hmm. continues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just saw yesterday that the best form of exercise that you can do is just to go for a walk. So, like... Simple. You know, if you don't yeah. know where to start and you feel like you have to go run a marathon or you have to be a bodybuilder tomorrow or whatever it is, you know, yeah. just go for a walk. Yeah. Go put your feet in the grass. Go get some yeah. chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And go go for a walk. Like, because yeah. just that starting point, it's going to get get you to any, anything else that you want, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say you that you got to start somewhere. I have to yeah. and, just, and just build. I think that's a lot uh, the problem and the, the issue a lot of us as well is we want we want the five years from now. We want the body five years from now and mm -hmm. we get to go right now. Work. Exactly. We want yeah. it now. I need that speedy <laughs> delivery. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> Let me order this body on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And uh, I can kind of like, you know, cycles back or circles back to what I was saying before is being able to enjoy getting better on a daily because now I know what, you know, five years is going to look like, you know, because of what I'm doing now or trying to do. You know, we're all human and, you know, life is going to happen because the enemy attacks. But constantly working on those goals, those dreams of wanting to be free. And uh, mm -hmm. I've always told my wife too, uh, it starts with mobility. <laughs> it starts mm -hmm. with mobility, Trisha. That's 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 my key to success, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I've been I've I've been you know you know tied up in all these kind of projects. I know that unlocking my body is you know to bridge uh, to to unlocking my mind I, or building that mind connection, mind and body connection is the key mm -hmm. to unlocking everything. So, yeah, and so uh, much of that stress lives right yeah, there. In, in the body. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know I learned a lot yeah. today. This was this was empowering. <laughs> this was empowering. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. God is great because he's, he's right on time with everything. And this is a part of the quest, you know, part of my quest of, of trying to be a better person just in the world. And, you know, I thank you. Thank you for taking the time on here and expressing you know your feelings and your method of release because you know this is just helped me and i hope everyone else that's watching you know, grow heal and grow release that stress and a lot because the stress yeah. is the anchor for all of us right it, it's, it's the mm -hmm. anchor that's our that's our hinder right that's what hinders us from being our best selves is mm -hmm. the stress the stress hits and if we are not able to release it it just it sits there and just anchors us that's, you know just yeah. uh, 
investors as well exactly. too. There's multiple. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's multiple effects. Oh yeah. Right. So um, that about wraps up our time. But Patricia, again, we thank you so much mm -hmm. for for coming on and and sharing with us because that's knowledge. You know, all yeah, of us need to be. Thanks for having me. Yeah, all of, yeah, absolutely. All of us need to be open to learning. You know, because it's for it's for our future, for our best self. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Trisha, so if anybody is looking to follow your journey with this or get into um, doing yoga with you, uh, yoga. where can they find you? Yeah, yin <laughs> yoga, especially. Yin yoga, uh, baby. Where can they find you? How can they uh, get in contact with you? Um, so I'm currently teaching at a studio in Sharon, Massachusetts. It's called Red Oak Yoga. Um, I can send you the info if you want to. You can tag it in the show notes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, and um, mostly, yeah, just the two classes a week right now as I settle back into life with two babies. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, private sessions as well. Um, so. Awesome. Nice. Group classes, private sessions, and um, yeah, that's in Sharon, Sharon Mass. So. Awesome. Now, like Kyle said, I'm, I'm, I would be a fool to not get into yoga myself, especially after this conversation. Yeah. It was something that I was kind of, uh, I guess, on the fence about. Yeah, um, this was for, that push. For no reason. This you know, was that yeah. push I I'm going to check on you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, absolutely. Hey, hold, hold us accountable, Trisha. Hold us accountable. I will. For sure. Absolutely. You don't like, want oh, me to oh. hold you accountable. Please, <laughs> yeah. Coach Trisha's on my ass. I was like, oh, I got to <laughs> <laughs> Time to go. I, gotta I love get, it. I got to get my work in. Away. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. Again, yeah, we appreciate awesome. it. Come, come to the studio anytime. And... Uh, you know definitely it's it's all good so. absolutely yeah well, like normal people comment share dive in let us know what you thought i'm sure there's people out there that connect with yoga and if you aren't connected with yoga you need to get connected with yoga because i just know that it's it's a part of unlocking our best selves people absolutely all right till next time thanks everybody